0: Hey, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Not Just Another Tarot Podcast. My name is Chris and I will be your host from time to time. Coming to you live today from MacArthur's Park, which is melting in the dark. All that sweet green icing running down. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think that I can take it because it took so long to And I'll never have that recipe again, oh no! Sorry, got a little carried away. That's one of my favorite songs to sing. Because it's just so fucking weird. Today is August the 14th, 2022. Our card today is the Nine of Cups. Nine is all about endings finishing, completion, and things coming to a close. It's not about finality. It's the end of the current cycle in your life so that a new one can begin. Nine brings in the process of transformation or transition, guiding and empowering itself and others with its wisdom, awakening others to their own higher self. It finds answers from the universe, from the gods and goddesses, From spirit and delivers those answers to us in the quote unquote real world where parks do not melt in the dark and people don't leave cakes out in the rain. Nine indicates an old soul and is no stranger to the ups and downs of life it's totally been there done that through its life experience nine has learned the magnitude and value of its inner wisdom. That means Nine can easily process lots of stimuli, playing a psychic game of connect the dots to make up a complete picture. Nine is a humanitarian, kind, compassionate, and focused on working for the common good. It's gone through hell and back and is stronger, wiser, and more aware as a result. Nine shows it knows how to handle hard times with understanding and grace and inspires others to do the same. Its firsthand experience with all the good and bad in the world makes it super understanding of others who are struggling, and especially willing to provide powerful advice. Nine's mission is to reach the highest state of consciousness it can, and to help others realize the same spiritual awareness. It's not afraid to change, and its malleable spirit inspires other people to find their own range of motion. 9 is incredibly tolerant of others it doesn't just see black and white it sees infinite shades of gray it's healthy lack of bias or judgment lets it see everyone as equally valuable and worthy of its help and support its soft heart tends to attract others who need that help and support the most no matter what it's going through itself it knows its mission on earth is to be of service to others Since nine has in many ways surpassed the physical plane, it has to constantly remember to ground itself. It has to learn balance, juggling the abstract and the tangible, eventually finding its place at the intersection of imagination and reality. However, since nine has had a lot of hell in that hell and back thing, those experiences have taken their toll If it doesn't give itself time to process and heal the trauma, it can quickly become resentful of those who haven't suffered the same way it has. Nine is a giver, sometimes to a fault. It feels like it's fulfilling a sacred duty by being there for others in whatever capacity it can. But that can lead to nine neglecting itself and its own self-care, creating an unbalanced, unfocused life. Nine's trauma from going through so much hell in its life can easily give it the mindset that all life is suffering. It can place more importance on times of tumult over times of ease, on challenging relationships over balanced ones. The more nine accepts hardship, the more it normalizes it, the more it makes it seem like, well, that's just how it's supposed to be. Nine must release its past hurts by learning to take care of its own needs first. Pick your cliche. You have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can put, help anybody else with theirs. You have to have oil in the lantern to be able to light it. You have to have something in your pitcher to pour into other people's cups. Speaking of cups, the suit of cups deals with emotions, the subconscious, relationships, love, and connections. It's associated with water, which is fluid and agile. Water is always in flow, always moving, always having an impact on its surroundings. It can be gentle and soft like the ripples in a pond after you toss in a stone. It can also be powerful enough to erode through enough rock to form the grand fucking canyon. used to be just a riverbed. No more. Now it's one of the natural wonders of the world. Think of river rocks. If you've ever been to a river, you step in, all the rocks under your feet are smooth and rounded because the water has worn down all the sharp edges. Water symbolizes intuition, healing, cleansing, fluidity, and relationships, and is receptive and adaptable. I use the Unicorn Tarot deck written by Suzanne Starr and illustrated by Liz Hilton for all my tarot readings both the free readings I do every day for all of my listeners out there and the paid ones that I do through chrisjuddtarot.com. Should you ever want a personalized reading, you can reach out to me there or email me at chris K-R-I-S-S, at chrisjudtaro.com. In this deck, the Nine of Cups shows a man seated on a rock, comfortably leaning back in it, with one foot on the ground and the other up on the rock. Nine cups are stacked next to him, almost completing a pyramid, just missing the one on top. A unicorn mirror lies on the ground at his feet, and a bird flies high overhead. The nine of cups is a happy card, indicating that all is right with the world. Your self-confidence and self-esteem are high, and you only have joy in your life right now. Soak up all that confidence and continue to make aligned choices so you can stay in that joy. Stay focused on your why, and don't be sidetracked by shiny things. Ignore the squirrels outside your window. For my podcast listeners, I also draw a daily oracle card. I use the Rebel Deck, the oracle with attitude. Its cards are saucy, foul-mouthed, and direct, much like me. Today's card says, step away from the crazy-making diet for a hot second. Kale and spirulina taste like ass. Eat some yummy shit. Bacon, chocolate, beer. Get some. Me, I'd personally argue that beer also tastes like ass, and to go for a strawberry mango margarita, but your mileage may vary. Stay in the fucking joy. Kale and spirulina have no place in joy. I don't care how much you claim to love kale chips. Just no. Friends don't let friends eat kale chips, or juice kale, or do whatever else you do with kale. I wouldn't know because kale is evil. You only have one wild and precious life. Are you willing to waste it eating what you're supposed to be eating? Or would you rather live out loud, eat whatever you want, and be happy? Same goes for the other shit you're supposed to do. Work a nice, dependable job. Marry a nice, respectable person, have 2.5 adorable kids, adopt a dog, preferably a lab, from the Humane Society, and all that's fine if that's what your heart truly desires. But if you aren't a run-of-the-mill person, why are you wasting time trying to fit into a run-of-the-mill life? Be bold. Work two jobs and three side hustles. Eat whatever you want whenever you're hungry for it. Date half the people at your gym. Have half a dozen kids or none at all. Get one of those weird-ass hairless cats and dress it up in Wizard of Oz costumes so it doesn't get cold. Live your life the way you want to live it. Get loud. Take up space. Be bold. Stop eating weird green shit. I believe in you. We'll see you tomorrow.